Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. This week in the membership, we had our Q&A call, and what I'm really starting to become obsessed about on these calls is the depth of the conversations and the questions that are being asked. It's almost like we took a month to kind of get to know each other, and now we're starting to open up and get to the real root cause of the problem, where in the beginning, we might be talking about, you know, snacking, which, look, I I will talk about snacking all day, any day, if that's your question, but now we're like, okay, but what is the reason that we're snacking? What is the emotion behind that? What are we feeling? What have we been struggling with for so long? Because like anything in health, I am only interested in root cause. I'm not interested in temporary fixes. So yes, snacking might be the problem, but what is the cause of the snacking and what are things we can do to help combat that so the snacking really becomes obsolete? This podcast episode is not about snacking, by the way. I just got down this little rabbit hole and now I'm going to bring it back, I promise. So the point of this was that these conversations are going deeper. And one of the women said a sentence on the call and I was like, I'm so grateful for her sharing that. But also, what a cool podcast episode to do. And let me know how many of you can relate to her scenario. She's like, Katie, I don't know that I've ever truly dieted for more than a week. Even though I've been dieting my whole life, have I truly stuck to a diet for more than a week? Probably not. And she's like, I'm taking full responsibility for my actions, my behaviors, the things that I've tried. I'm not blaming it on anyone else, but I don't know where to start because I'm picking up with the same things. They're not working. And then I'm left in the same position or a worse off position. And she's never truly seen results, never been off a diet, but also never really stuck to a diet. And I feel like that doesn't make sense when you say it, but for everybody listening, when you've been there, you're like, yeah, I resonate. And that makes total sense to me. And so this is who I'm talking to on this podcast. When you feel like you've been on a diet most of your life, nothing's really worked and you don't even know where to start or what you need to do. So here was my advice to her. And this is the advice that I would give to anybody. I told her, I had her unmute herself, and I was like, I wanna treat you just like you were a one-on-one client, and I wanna ask you a really serious question. Before you were told what to do, 
before you were told that butter was bad and then butter was good, before you were told to fear carbs, whatever diet you've tried, before you told you were told that HIIT training was amazing for you and then also that it was bad for your hormones, all of the things, the misconceptions, the rules, the overconsumption of information that we've been told. Before any of that, what made you feel healthy? What made you feel happy? And her answer was, oh gosh, I love to spend time outside. I love to spend time outside in the sun and just moving. Do more of that. And this is a conversation I'll have with all of my one-on-one clients. Whenever we're doing anything, it has to be part what's efficient and what makes sense for our body and what can get us results, but it also has to be part what we enjoy. And so often I find women cutting out the things that they enjoy because of what they've been told. And it's almost ruined health for us. It's ruined joy for us. I have clients that love Pilates that haven't done Pilates in years. Why? Because it doesn't equal a high calorie burn. And they're so focused on losing weight that they don't want to do that. But they're also not being consistent. And why aren't they being consistent? Because they're not doing things that they enjoy. They're not doing things that make them feel good and things that actually make them feel healthy. If being outside in the sun and going for a walk makes you feel healthy, by all means, do that. That's number one for you. I remember when I first started training, when I first started actually lifting weights, how much I loved it. And I was lifting really, really light weights, but I was starting to see a little bit of definition and I was starting to get really better with form and be able to pick up heavier weights. And I remember that excitement And then I remember getting my certification, my NASM for a personal trainer. And I started to work in the gym and this is when HIIT classes were like ultra popular. And I felt like I needed to be doing more HIIT training. And then I started with the kickboxing. And fast forward two years, I was in a body where I had plantar fasciitis in both feet, where I had like put on 20 pounds. I was trying to manage all the rules with nutrition and fitness. I was unhappy and I felt so much unhealthier than when I started. And I had to sit back and be like, what brings me joy? Like strength training truly brings me joy. I'm not just saying that because I'm a trainer, like it really does. It is like medicine to me because it releases a lot of good hormones and it helps me feel strong and confident and I have a really healthy relationship with it right now. But I got away from that for so long because of what I've been told that I should do. So my question for you is, are you following what you've been told you should do or are you adding in things that you enjoy? And if your problem is consistency, number one, we have to start adding in things that you enjoy. Of course, there is going to be an element to this of getting uncomfortable. And if you think that you can get to your goals without getting uncomfortable, think again, because you can't. You're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. Does that mean you can still have things that you enjoy? 100%. Does that mean you will still have some things that you probably don't, don't enjoy? Yes. It's always easier to lay in bed than it is to get up and do a workout. It's always easier to go get fast food than it is to prep your meals. But the feeling you get after, the confidence in yourself and how you show up for yourself between those two scenarios is drastically different. And even though we're going to be getting uncomfortable, if we can also add in things that make us feel really fulfilled and worthy and bring us joy, that's when we're going to find the sweet spot where it's something we can stick with, where it's not just a diet, but it's a lifestyle that we can keep going with. And the second thing I said to her after the conversation of 
if nothing mattered, if no rules existed, what would you do? Is to set smaller goals. And I really, really mean this. And, I, and this is coming from somebody who loves setting big goals and I love big dreams and I will cheer you on every step of the way. But in order to get to those big goals and get those big dreams, we need progress. We need confidence. We need small stepping stones in order to get there. We're not just going to make this big giant leap and something's just going to catch us. And most of us don't have that in ourselves. We don't know that we're actually capable of sticking with something for one month, two months. How about one year or two years? That's how we really start to change the trajectory of our health is when we can get that. And it only happens by small steps, by setting small goals. So I asked her, what is one thing that you feel like you really need to work on? And she was like, I feel dehydrated all the time, like all the time. And I know I need to drink more water. And I was like, perfect. So next week, I want you to spend some more time in the sun and I want you to make sure you're drinking more water every single day. Half your body weight in ounces would be an ideal amount. And that is all I want you to focus on. And here's the difference is if she goes and focuses on time in the sun and on drinking more water and she celebrates that, she just had a week where she made progress where she rebuilt a little bit of a foundation that was cracking, where she earned some confidence in herself that even with the simplest things that she can show up for herself. Now let's take the other scenario is she wants to drink more water. She wants to eat perfect. She wants to hit 10,000 steps. She wants to do five workouts, even though she hasn't been working out at all. You're going to get maybe one day of progress just to feel like you got smacked over the head, right? Just to get set back, just to feel shame or guilt for not sticking with it, whatever it might be, and you end up in a worse off scenario. There is so much value in setting these small goals in order to be able to get progress. And if you're having trouble gaining your footing, simplify your goals, set smaller ones, keep going. Do those for a week. If after a week you're like, I can do more, great, add on more. Add on to that and do more. And week after week, you're going to see progress, you're going to see value, you're going to see momentum, and ultimately, you're going to see consistency and results, which is what we want. And your other scenario that's been happening right now is one day on, one day off, three days on, a week off. And that's not going to get you anywhere but the same spot or worse off. What I want you to do right now is have this honest conversation with yourself of, a reevaluation of what your goals are this week, how you can simplify them to be consistent with them, and also how you can add in something that you enjoy. And that's all I want you to focus on for one week, maybe even two weeks. Let me know how it goes. Let me know how you build on that. And then when that feels good, then you can add on. But the thing is, is there's no point in getting fancy and giving yourself a big list when we have a foundation where we have zero confidence in ourselves. You have to build in confidence that you can actually see progress and take those small steps. And I promise you in a year, you're going to feel like a completely different person. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.